2: Welcome to it. It is the next edition of the world famous Jiggy Jaguar broadcast coast to coast, border to border on radio today. You can get a hold of us online over there at jiggyjaguar.com. That's dot R.com. 2 Central, 3 Eastern, 12 Pacific, 1 PM Mountain Standard. And of course, on demand archived audio available via our website, also Talk Shoe and iHeartRadio. Live videos uploaded to our friends at BitChute, Rumble, Clout Hub, and of course, YouTube. We have got N.L. Holmes with us today. She joins us live here on our big broadcast. N.L., welcome back to the big broadcast. How are you, my friend?
4: Fine, thanks, and thanks for having me.
2: So, you have been very, very busy. Uh, Bring us up to speed on all the various things that you've been up to, my friend.
4: I'm not sure where I was when we last spoke, but I've completed the Lord Hani Mysteries, uh, completed that political cycle. We're now into the reign of, of uh, Amon and I've become, begun a new series featuring Hani's daughter, Neferit. Uh, and, and a set of cozy mysteries set in ancient Egypt during the reign of, of Tutankhamun. And in the meantime, gotten out a book or two in the other series, which takes place in the Hittite
2: Empire. Fantastic. We have gotten N.L. Holmes with us today. She joins us live here on our big broadcast, Coast to Coast, Border to Border on iHeartRadio today, and of course... Uh, You can find us each and every day over there at JiggyJaguar.com. N.L. Holmes with us today. She is absolutely, absolutely amazing. So, uh, this latest book, um, Flowers of Evil, talk to us a little bit about it.
4: Well, it's the first of the the new series, so it's a cozy mystery set in ancient Egypt. There's less sort of political intrigue than there was with the series that focused on her father because he was a diplomat. So Nefret herself is a young woman in her early 20s who is a um, a physician. She and her partner are physicians, and their adoptive daughter, 13 years old, is their uh, apprentice, so the three of them are. Uh, They've opened a dispensary in a working-class neighborhood, but nobody's coming until suddenly a man comes in, he's carried by a number of people, and he's dying of a stab wound. And before he kicks the bucket, he he breathes one last word, and it's rabbit. And so they decide they want to uh, figure out who has killed him and why. Uh, It turns out that he is a a florist for the Temple of Amun-Ra, so a very powerful man but you know who Jell jellifloras they they do nothing but good <laughs> uh, and and thereby hangs the mystery
2: that is fantastic it is nl holmes joins us today here on our big broadcast Just an amazing, amazing website over there at NLHolmes.com. That's the letter L-N, the letter l NLHolmes.com. And uh, NL Holmes shows us today live here on the telephone talking a little bit about this incredible, incredible book. So uh, talk to me a little bit about why, you know, you're, you're in the coven, then you leave and you become an archaea, uh, you know, an archaeologist, a teacher. Uh, you've been doing all sorts of different things.
4: I have, and uh, if if your question is why, that's a tough one. <laughs> <laughs> people people do what they do, <laughs> but I guess you could find a sort of thread that runs through them all, and that is they have something to do with the past. Um, I've been an antiques dealer and well, an artist. Of, interior decorators, so those are all creative things, I guess. Uh, the convent may seem a little oddball, but in fact, I think the the silence and, and thoughtfulness, um, the, the emphasis on the interior, the, the soul, if you want to call it that, and that could go some ways to explain my writing style, which tends to be more interested in uh, people's Decisions and their choices and their sort of what they go through in inwardly, rather than strictly speaking, action.
2: We have got N. L. Holmes with us today. Joins us live here on our big broadcast. Basically, a nun turned archaeologist has penned a three lively historical novels set in ancient Egypt, taking us behind the scenes of a kingdom with parallels to today's America. And the fantastic uh, Flowers of Evil is the latest from N.L. Holmes, and uh, it is a fantastic fantasy novel. Uh, talk to us about the writing process for this book.
4: Well, I, there are kind of two ways to go about writing a novel. One is to plot it out completely beforehand and kind of make an outline, or, or at least a mental outline. And one is to uh, fly by the seat of your pants. And uh, that is the novel develops as you write it. and I'm afraid I belong to the second school of writing. Uh, I tried once to plot a novel in advance, and it was the most horrible experience i I just I thought I had no imagination, I cannot do this. So what I in fact do is is begin the novel with a, a vague idea, and once I get my my characters developed and, and kind of have a a bit of action rolling, then I kind of see where that person would take things. You know, if this happened, she would react in this way and and so forth. So it's corny to say, but the characters kind of lead me rather than the other way around.
2: That's awesome. It is N.L. Holmes. She is, joins us today here on our big broadcast, Coast to Coast, Bona to Boulder on iHeartRadio today. N.L. Holmes, the author of Flowers of Evil. And Flowers of Evil is a captivating title for a book. What inspired you to choose this title, and how does it connect to the themes or the content of this novel?
4: Well, of course, it, it evokes. The, the title of a, of a famous collection of poetry by a nineteenth-century French poet, uh, which was pretty scandalous in its day, and and therefore you know there are overtones of crime and and I I don't want to give anything away, but drug taking and stuff like that. Uh, at, for my part, it's it refers to the fact that the victim is a florist, and so these flowers of beauty and and. Flowers of holiness are turned
2: to a bad use and become flowers of evil. That is awesome. It is NL Holmes. She joins us today here on our big, big broadcast coast to coast, boiler to boiler on iHeartRadio today. Also, AMFM 247.com. Tune in, iTunes. And you can find us each and every day over there at ji, dot. rcom The fantastic N.L. Holmes. Join us today here on our big broadcast. So talk to us a little bit about historical fictions and help us gain an appreciation of history and a greater perspective of today. Uh, Just ones that maybe you have read or this current one that we're talking about today, Flowers of Evil.
4: Well, I, I think any good fiction, historical or otherwise, really gives us insights into human nature, and that's, incredibly important now as at any other period uh, but in addition looking at something through the lens of, of distance the, the distant past can be a way of, of seeing it more objectively and and seeing things that are happening even today but that we're too close to to you know to to really comprehend you might say so certainly when we look at things that go on in the past we see strangely familiar stuff going down and I suppose the reason here is that we just don't learn from the past we, we tend to repeat it and also that human nature has not changed we have the same few little emotional responses to whatever stimuli are out there and so we keep doing the same thing over and over and I I think another advantage of fiction over strict history is the fact that it's entertaining. You know, when you read a history book or study history in class, sometimes it's it's just dates and battles and stuff like that, which is not very engaging sometimes. And I say this as a history teacher. <laughs> but when you read a novel, if it's well-researched, it gives you all kinds of insights into events, but also just... Um, the times in general, the way people lived, the way they viewed the world. And and I think that's really valuable.
2: We have got a great guest with us today. N.L. Holmes joins us here on our big program. The current book that we're talking about today is Flowers of Evil. N.L. Holmes joins us here on the telephone. Your book is described as a historical mystery. Could you provide some insights into the basically the historical period or, or the setting in which the story takes place and how it influenced the narrative?
4: Sure. It, it takes place uh, in the first year of Taitanqalman's reign, which means that it follows a, a period of, of enormous social and religious and, and every other kind artistic upheaval in Egypt, uh, the, the period during which Akhenaten and his immediate successors reigned, the so-called heretic pharaoh, who completely overturned all the values, uh, the social and religious values of the day. Uh, It must have been enormously destabilizing for people, in particular for a family like Hani's and his daughter Nefret, whose whose family was associated with the worship of Amun-Ra, and um, had some some resistors (laughs) among them. So things have sort of come around full circle by the time of of K'atank Amun, and they're settling down, but there's still ferment going on, and so that that's there in the background. Uh, it doesn't influence this particular story very much, uh, but it, it, that is the social setting for it. So we have now priests of Amun-Ra and, and their lay employees are involved in this this mystery, and people are a little bit afraid to investigate because they have supported these priests underground for so many years and have tried to get them back in power, and now they find they're maybe up to no good. So that would be discombobulating, I suppose. Uh, Other than that, I think mysteries are timeless because we all have curiosity and we we see headlines and whatever, and we want to know all the scoop Um, And so setting one in the past perhaps draws us into that time period and that that social matrix in a way that maybe a less engrossing story might not.
2: We have got a great guest with us today. N.L. Holmes is with us. She joins us live here on our big program. Coast to Coast, Bowler to Bowler, and iHeartRadio today. Also, amfm247.com. The fantastic N.L. Holmes. Join us today here on the telephone. Now, the protagonist, John Singer Sargent, is a real historical figure. What drew you to feature him as a character in your novel, and how did you go about weaving fact and fiction to create his role um, in the story?
4: Actually, the uh, historical figure is... The historical figure in the novel is a, a man named Lord Hani.
2: Okay. Much as yes. I would like
4: to write about Johnson or Sargent, he's one of my favorite <laughs> artists. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, Lord Hani is, is a name that occurs in the Amarna letters, which was a, a collection of diplomatic correspondences that we excavated in uh, Akhenaten's capital, and they tell us a lot about political missions, I should say diplomatic missions, and relationship with foreign governments and things like this, so it's it's very valuable. But Hani keeps occurring, occurring in these things. He was sent on very um, delicate missions, and it's it said of him at one point, everybody's happy when Hani comes, so you start getting a real sense of the kind of person he must have been. And he he figures over a, a long period of years under several kings, so he was obviously trusted, he was, um, he was liked, and that, you know, that's the kernel of the fictional character that I developed around him, because we, we don't know much of his, we only know the name of his father, which also becomes a character. So, you know, it helps to have a little historical kernel like that, and then you give him a whole family, and, and then his fictional daughter takes off in her own direction.
2: We have got a great guest with us today. N.L. Holmes joins us here in a big broadcast. Your novel explores the art world and the darker aspects of human nature. What motivated you to explore these themes, and how do they interplay in the narrative?
4: Well, I, I myself am an artist and a gardener. I love, uh, I love flowers, and uh, I sort of envisioned this series, this new uh, Lord Honey's Daughter is the name of the series, I sort of envision this as taking a different profession every time and, you know, having the characters delve into that a little bit. So this first one is is a florist, which takes us into the world of the temple, the great temple of Amun-Ra there, because he is a a lay employee of that that temple, but also into the world of flowers, Egyptian uh, flower farming and bouquet making and some things like that. So it it kind of allowed me to focus my my research in a pleasant area, something that
2: interested me. We have got uh, N.L. Holmes joining us today. She is the author of Flowers of Evil. The book is absolutely amazing. You need to pick it up wherever you get your books because this is a fantastic, fantastic read. Uh, You put together this incredible book. The book's synopsis, at least from what I can tell, suggests that the plot involves murder and art theft. Could you provide some insights into this central mystery and some of the key challenges that your characters face in solving this uh, incredible piece of business?
4: Well, a- actually, it's it's more about um, well, of course, murder. Obviously, the the uh, the florist is is brutally stabbed, and the, the girls have to figure out what he might have been involved in that would have, you know, called down such a, a bloody fate on a man who seems to be a pillar of society, uh, they they look into his flower farms and find that there is some, some tension with a, a neighboring farmer whose uh, animals keep getting into the flower fields, and so the, their first uh, lead, which turns out to be a red herring, is that perhaps is the uh, the problem the the one who has uh, killed the man? But then they start looking more closely and find uh, that a neighbor of their own, a, a healer who has been sort of blackening their reputation and, and keeping people from bringing their patients to the to the young women, uh, may have a toe in the dirty water too. So things sort of spread out from there.
2: We have got N.L. Holmes with us today. She joins us live here on our big, big program. Uh, so before we let you go, how do people get in touch with you online, social media, websites, all these things?
4: Well, my, uh, my website is www.nlholmes.com, and most of my other social media have the same tag, or sometimes N.L. Holmes books. And um, that would be where you'd find out about the books and also a little something about me.
2: Fantastic. Well, I really appreciate you making as much time as you did with us today. You are absolutely amazing. Thanks for making some time, and we will talk to you soon. Have yourself a wonderful day in Al Holmes. Thanks very much. It's always a pleasure to to come and talk to you. Appreciate it, my friend. There she goes. That's the fantastic N.L. Holmes. We are going to take a brief timeout. When we come back, we have got more coming up. It is the world-famous Chicky Check for Radio Podcast back here in a few moments.
0: Attention people with Medicare and anyone turning 65. Are you enrolled in the best Medicare plan available? The average Medicare beneficiary has a choice of 54 Medicare plans, 766 Medicare Part D prescription drug plans, and a record 3,834 Medicare Advantage plans. How do you know you have the right plan? Simple. Call 800 991 7014. That's 800 991 7014. The service is free. You may find a plan with a $0 monthly premium, $0 co-pays and zero dollar deductible don't gamble speak to a licensed agent to find out which plan is right for you call 800-991-7014 that's 800-991-7014 800-991-7014 and let best med care do the work for you
3: you prefer, the doctors you want to see, and if you want prescription drug coverage. The service is free and you have no obligation. You may even find plans with zero monthly plan premiums, zero co-pays on many services, and zero deductibles. You deserve every medical care coverage benefit out there and we'll help you get them. Call 800-991-7014. 800-991-7014. That's 800-991-7014. And let Best Medicare do the work for you i If your credit card bills have gotten out of hand, call Consolidated Credit now. If the interest rates on your credit cards are so high, it'll take years to get out of debt, call Consolidated Credit now. They've helped over 10 million people. Without destroying your credit, they can reduce your interest rates, lower your total payments up to 50% to get you out of debt fast. For a free consultation, call Consolidated Credit now. The program works. Call 800-435-1899.
2: 800-435-1899. 800 435
1: 1899. Consolidated Credit Solutions Incorporated, 5701 West Sunrise Boulevard, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33313. Licensed by the New York Department of Financial Services and by the Vermont Department of Financial Regulation. Kansas CSO 0019051. Maryland DM 1492. Oregon DM 892. Licensed by the Virginia State Corporation Commission. License number DC three. Service may adversely affect the individual's credit. Non payment of debt may lead to additional finance charges or collections activity, including legal action. Actual interest rates, length of program, and monthly payment reductions will vary by consumer and creditor. Yours could be higher or lower. Not a loan company. We do not lend money.
0: A jacuzzi bath system fits in your existing tub space. It's a no-mess installation with an amazing style selection, factory-certified installers, and a limited lifetime warranty. Call 800-763-8517. That's 800-763-8517. Right now and get 50% off installations with no interest and no payments for 12 months replace that old bathtub today with a walk-in shower for a safer bathing experience if you have lived in your home for over 15 years it's time to remodel your bathroom for a virtual or in-home appointment call 800-763-8517 that's 800-763-8517 800-763-8517
3: you work hard to provide a better life for your family The only problem is that you now have a tax bill that you can't afford to pay. The IRS is now threatening to garnish your wages and put a levy on your bank account. You can't ignore the IRS. They won't go away on their own. You need help, and you need it now. Give us a call now and we'll create a plan of action for you that we guarantee will work. Stop the harassing phone calls. Stop the threatening letters. Stop wage garnishments. Stop any bank levies. And most importantly, put an end to your tax nightmare once and for all. If you have a tax debt of $10,000 or more, call the tax pros at United Tax Fix today. Representatives are standing by to assist you. Call 800-678-7027. 800-678-7027. That's 800-678-7027. Call now. It is the
2: World of Jaguar Radio Broadcast. We are live coast to coast, boda to boda. Boda to boda. Get a hold of us online over there at cheekyjaguar.com. That is your best spot See over here to an interview that we did earlier this week with a Melody J. Is a, uh, she's an interesting individual. Here it is. On the okay, we are going to go to our next guest. We have got our next guest patiently waiting for a skier on the old skippa Skypa. Oh, and a skip a Skype. I don't know if Johnny ever said skip a Skype, but uh, I, 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 I I, like to think that he did. Uh, it is the world famous Chicky Jaguar radio broadcast. Of course, we are live on 990 WBOB out there in Rhode Island, of all places. And of course, the mix on Tuesdays, iHeartRadio, Talk Shoe for podcasts, and of course, it could not be a better day to come to you on skyhawkafterdarkradio.com. That is skyhawkafterdarkradio.com, Fridays, 12 p.m. Pacific, Saturdays, and this is where it gets difficult, Saturdays at 8 p.m. Pacific, but if you look at their schedule page, we are Saturdays, 8 a.m. Pacific, so as I always like to say... Tune in Saturday at 8 o'clock, whether it's a.m. or p.m., as long as you're in the Pacific Pine time zone. Joining us. We night. have got a great guest uh, uh, with us today. She joins today. us live getting. here on our big broadcast. The fantastic Melody J is with us, and you can get more information at themelodyj.com. And of course, Melody is fantastic. Melody, welcome to the big broadcast. <laughs> How are you, my friend?
1: I'm amazing. Thank you so much for having me today.
2: So you are quite the little perv magnet, I'll have to say. Uh, How in the world did you get started doing all the things that you do?
1: Oh, okay. Um, So where do I begin? (laughs) Um, I started dancing when I was 19, and um, I just so happened to come across a song from a hip-hop group in Atlanta. They wanted me to do a, um, a dance to the song and put it on YouTube, and it went viral in 2009, and that pretty much started my online presence.
2: That's awesome. That's awesome. The quick version. <laughs> the quick version. Uh, Melody J with us today. She joins us live here on our big broadcast. So you are a traveling model. Talk to us a little bit about modeling.
1: So, um, yeah, I've been modeling for about, actually, I hear myself coming back.
2: You're, you're fine. It's it, you're, okay. you're, 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 you're good. Just, okay. just, just, just keep talking to us. Just keep being okay. beautiful. You're fine. <laughs> okay. Thanks.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, I've been modeling actually, um, since I was 19. Um, so uh, quite some time and, um, I did most of my modeling out of Atlanta And, um, but I've traveled other places and stuff as well. Um, and now I live in an RV and I travel from place to place and work with, um, the local talent
2: wherever I go to. That is awesome. That is, that is pretty badass. is pretty fantastic. Thank you. (laughs) Uh, Melody J with us today. She joins us live. Her website, themelodyj.com. I think that's awesome that you are you, you are traveling the world in an R V. Why 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 did why did you decide to do that?
1: Okay, the short version <laughs> is because um I could see that inflation was starting to go ridiculous. And at the time I lived in Atlanta and the one bedroom apartment that I was in went from like five fifty to like eighteen hundred like overnight. And wow. I was like this is insane and i i just knew that i didn't want to kind of grow old in atlanta um and so i was like you know what i'm i would rather pay all this money to own an rv and be able to move whenever i don't like my neighbors (laughs) you know and it's just easier to travel around the the u.s because we live in such a beautiful country and um so I thought this would just be the, the best way for me to travel around and to see everything. That's awesome.
2: Yeah, we have you. got Melody J with us today. She joins us live. com is her official website. Go over to TheMelodyJ.com and that's... Uh, just an amazing place you can get all sorts of things going on over there she's got uh, you can do custom requests you can do all sorts of things over there at themelodyj.com so when you started doing all this what was some of your goals for, with all this
1: well when i first started doing things online my goal was to stop dancing in the clubs um, and I made enough money to where I didn't have to dance anymore. Um, I did take a short break from doing things online. Um, I did my whole eat, pray, love journey. Um, and when <laughs> okay. I got, yeah, it was a journey. Um, and so when I got back from my journey, I was like, oh, I need to make money. And so then I put my stuff back online again. And by that time, OnlyFans was really, really popping. And so I just started you know, right back where I left off and started making content again. And now I've been doing it again now since 2019. That's awesome. awesome. Yeah.
2: So to get the RV and to get all that put together, what the hell was that like?
1: So I did, I did plan. Um, What I decided that I wanted to do obviously when I decided I wanted an RV I had to have a truck to pull the RV so the first year I bought the truck and was able to use that as a tax deductible because it was in my business and it's over a certain weight limit so um, it's my business truck and after I got the business truck then I was like okay time for me to get the RV. And so then the next year I worked hard and, um, was able to purchase this fifth wheel that I'm in right now. Um, so yeah, that was my goal. Um, for a few years like once I got back into doing stuff online I was like okay I need to have goals set and I'm always manifesting things and I'm always setting goals and hitting my targets and everything so it's really really awesome to see it actually come into fruition once you put something out there for your intention and um, so yeah so now that I've got the RV and I've got my truck now my future goals are to um, build up as much content as I can before I retire from there and then move on to do something else. So.
2: That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So the whole dancing thing, how did, how did that all start for you and, and what led you to be like, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> okay.
1: So I started dancing, like I said, in 99. Uh, yeah. Um, and it was kind of out of necessity, but then also out of curiosity. Um, I needed money really fast. And this was, I was like, oh, I heard that dancers can make money really fast. And so I was like, all right, let me try this out. And I had wanted to try it anyways. Um, there was just this allure about it um, from watching like Madonna videos and, you um, just hearing guys talk about strip clubs and how the girls were beautiful and like, you know, the girls, girls, girls video and all that (laughs) stuff. So, you know, so out of curiosity, that's, that's pretty much how I started. And um, then I've, I've, I started in DC, then I went to Miami and then I went to Atlanta and every place you go is different. And once I was in Atlanta, um, I just kind of got sucked in cause the money was so good. And, um, but then it got to the point where the clubs had changed and the last club that I was working in felt like a brothel and not a strip club. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, okay, I'm out.
2: <laughs> it was wow. time for me to go.
1: But honestly, like what really pushed me to get out of the club was, um, um, going to peru and doing ayahuasca
2: um okay yeah that's awesome
1: do you know what ayahuasca no
2: go ahead and explain that to us
1: so ayahuasca is a healing tea from the jungle and um so i went down there for ceremony and it it's changed my life i did like a whole 180 um The first time I did it, I've done it several times now, Um, but I knew that the last time that I was going to do it, that um, I felt like my vibrational field would be higher. And so it would be hard for me to go back into a low vibrational situation. And so, yeah, I didn't, I just didn't go back. Once I went down for the ceremony and came back, I, that was, that was all for me.
2: Wow. That is awesome. We have got a great guest with us today, a uh, just an amazing guest, uh, Melody J, with us today. She, of course, uh, is available online. You can find her at the Melody J on the Twitter machine, and uh, she's also on TikTok and a few other places. So. I am just fascinated by the fact that you're just doing all sorts of incredible things. (laughs) Um, what, what are some of your plans coming up this, this winter into the next year?
1: Well, um, right now I am in North Carolina and my plans for the winter time, I like to use the winter time to learn something new because it's kind of like a dormant period. Um, so I'm going to be working on creating classes um, and putting them up on YouTube and also uh, honing in on better editing skills for my videos. And um, yeah, and then also I bake. So I'm that's making, awesome. Thank you. I'm making pies and cheesecakes for this vegetable stand that's by my house. <laughs> so I'll be doing that. And um Yeah, I've gotten back into this um, passion for wanting to cook and to bake and stuff. So I'll probably be doing a lot of that as well. Yeah,
2: that's pretty awesome. So (laughs) I also see that uh, you have a dog. Uh, I do. Yeah. Talk to us about the dog. I always like to know about people's pets.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I I laugh because he is hilarious. I have a French bulldog. His name is Chunky Monkey. And he, his personality is hilarious. Like I'll post videos of him just doing the funniest stuff on my Instagram. And he's not like Insta famous or anything like that, but, uh, cause he actually doesn't like the camera at all. I've taken so many videos and photos of him over the years that as soon as I pulled the camera out, he's like, no, 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 he doesn't want it. Um, but he's really fun. I love him. Yeah. <laughs> he's an <awesome>. old man. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah.
2: So... What brought you to your current location there in, uh, in North Carolina?
1: So I was in Florida and I met a photographer when I went to Fetcon, um, in St. Pete two years ago, and he lives up here in Asheville. And so I was like, oh, I want to work with this guy. And so that's what brought me over to this area to work with this guy. That's awesome. Yeah.
2: So. With your with with your OnlyFans and some of your some of your other content uh, creation places, what 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 do you primarily post over there? Because looking at your TikTok and your Twitter, you post all sorts of interesting things there. So what what, what the hell of the what what the heck are you posting on loyal fans, OnlyFans, all these places?
1: So I just want to put this out there: I'm an Aquarius. So we always do like all different kinds of things. So I, that's why I'm all over the place um with my content. So sometimes when you look at my Instagram or my TikTok you're like, what is this girl doing, you know? Cuz it's not um o- overtly sexy. Like I try to skirt around doing that because, you know, they like to take pages. Like my TikTok page has been taken before and my Instagram oh, you know. has been taken twice. Yeah, um so what I post on my site, I'm a solo creator. Um, I tried to do uh, a, I did a content swap one time and I was like, okay, that was interesting. Probably not something I would do again. It just didn't feel right. Um, and so mainly what I post on OnlyFans, it's like a VIP page. So you pay a higher price, but I post content daily, like nude photos and solo videos and stuff. And then on my loyal fans, um, it's a lower price because you pay for everything as pay-per-view. Um, and so I pretty much sell the same videos I'm posting on only fans for the one price I'm selling over on loyal fans and loyal fans has a video store. So now I'm uploading all my old content into that video store as well. So now everyone will have access to all of my older stuff and not just my newer stuff.
2: That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah the, um, the whole thing with these pages that just get taken, people's accounts just get vamoosed out of there. Um, I've often thought that, that social media and some of these, some of these things should be regulated like the telephone. But, uh, I, 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 I don't think that will ever come. I don't think that day will ever come because they've got, uh, they've got way too much power and way too much cash.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, for me, I feel like if they would, if you would have to verify yourself, like literally verify yourself to have an account. Then it would get rid of bots and it would get rid of the underage people that are on. Because if you remember when social media first came around, um, children weren't allowed on social media. There was an age limit. And now it's just like everybody, it's like a free for all. And so I really feel like, you know, like you said, there needs to be some kind of regulation or something because i don't believe that high school kids or children belong on social media yeah. at all i think it's yeah. very damaging to them um hell it's damaging excuse me it's damaging to um adults i mean look at how mean people are and uh you know how crazy oh yeah. you know uh, social media is and so then you put kids on there you allow the kids to see all of this and then now they're being brain oh it's just a, it's just a mess so um you know i do hope that eventually that they'll clean that up a little bit but i just don't i don't feel like social media you know is for kids i think it's for adults and Damn. that's my opinion yeah, yeah.
2: We have got Melody J. joining us here on our big program. So you have some interesting tattoos. Talk to us about your tattoos.
1: Um, This particular tattoo actually goes all the way around my back and goes all the way down my back. Wow. Um, how, yeah, the, how, how long did that
2: take to get done?
1: Well, it was two sessions. So um, this is hand poke. So it's not done with a traditional machine. Like she literally was in there and was like poking me like over and over and over and over again. Um, And oddly enough, she's from Asheville. We're not from here. She moved to (laughs) Asheville. And the two times that I came up here for the session, I didn't live up this way. (laughs) So (laughs) I flew in or drove in to get her to do this. And. Um, originally the first part of it was like an initiation tattoo for me because I'm a high priestess and I wanted to have something that, um, to me felt like a high priestess kind of thing. I don't know how to explain that. Um, and then when I got the back part, you know, when I kind of got it finished, we realized that it's like a protection shield, um, which is really nice. Um, so I have th- this big tattoo here. And then, <laughs> so funny story about my other tattoos. Um, when I was younger getting tattoos, I thought that I was putting them in places that people would never see. <laughs> like So if I got a job or something, you know, like in corporate, they couldn't see my tattoos and stuff, but little did I know I was going to become a stripper. <laughs> Everybody could see all my tattoos. So... Um, But yeah, my tattoo journey has been basically like I didn't want to get anything on my chest or on my arms until I got married because I'd seen so many people in wedding dresses and I think it looks so tacky. Um, And I was like, I'm just going to wait until I get married to do everything. And then I never got married. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to do it.
2: (laughs) Forget it. Melody J joins us today here on our big broadcast. She is uh, just a fascinating individual and she's with us today here on our big program. So, when when you were setting up your your loyal fans and your only fans, uh, which did you find was easiest? Because you know, we have started doing we have started doing content and setting up all these freaking sites is a yeah. nightmare. <laughs>
1: yeah it it definitely can be especially when there's nobody to guide you yes like there's no like yeah there's no manual right let me do some tutorials and try to figure out which one is better and it's funny that you mentioned that because that's exactly what my youtube channel is going to be about um i'm going to basically join all of the sites (laughs) and i will give you guys a walkthrough as a creator and then a also as a fan so because I feel like um, the w- these websites they expect the creators to do everything for their fans and when in in reality it's like this is your business too so you need to think about keeping the fans as well yes. and they're not doing enough I feel like for the fans and so that's why I want to start doing like fan walkthroughs. It's because like a lot of times like for for instance loyal fans, There's a lot to offer on that site. But when you first get on it, you're like, what is this? There's two, you know, it could be overwhelming. Yeah. And so, I mean, I think OnlyFans is just, it's simple and it's easy. But that's almost to their own detriment, too, because they're not upgrading to give us Better features and stuff, and yes. so that's why I like loyal fans because it's like a all in one <laughs> type platform, yeah,
2: yeah, it's you know, setting up some of these sites and then setting them up for other people because yeah, I've started i I, I guess quasi managing a few girls okay. uh, oh my God. Try. I can get one approved on Loyal Fans, but I still can't get one approved on OnlyFans, and it's like, what? Yeah. What in the world? And I understand, and I appreciate all the security. I think that is that is fantastic. I like the security part of it, but my God, calm down, yeah. guys. With the, uh, my favorite is the is is the places that uh, have the, um, oh, what is it? The uh, the got to have your face in an oval thing and you got to move your your phone <laughs> it's like guys go so,
1: yeah so my uh i don't really have the best opinion about that yeah uh, because there are some underlying things that um we're giving them um so you're giving I exact him- i yes yes and then <laughs> And then now you're put into a database and you will forever be a sex worker to the government because now you're in this database. Um, you, everyone can thank Ashton Kutcher for some of that. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, I mean, I, I get it yeah. that we don't want underage people on there and that kind of stuff. I totally get that. But yeah. Yeah. Some of that is... <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah.
2: We we have got a great guest with us today. Uh, she joins us live here in our broadcast. Melody J is with us, and um, what what do you think about some of the, you know, so, so, so some of uh, some of the ways that the sex workers and and the content creators and all these people, some of the hoops that you folks have to jump through to be able to make a living.
1: Yeah, you know, I've been dealing with this most of my adult life because when I started yeah. dancing, you know, it's it's it was stigmatized as well. And um, it wasn't until I became more of a sovereign being to where I didn't care what anybody thought and I am not shameful of what I do. Yeah. And, you know, it, it really was had to come from, I had to be strong. Right. Yeah. And once I got to that, that place where I was like, you know, I don't care. <laughs> I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. I don't um, then, then whenever you have these hurdles and these setbacks that happen all the time, in order to make it in this business, you have to keep moving forward. You just, you have to be consistent and you just you go with the flow and you you just have to keep moving forward, regardless of what is thrown at you left and right. And just know that, like, when you get in this business, it is not like, oh, this is such an easy job. It's such an easy business to be in. No, because people are wanting no. to use you and abuse you and all of the things. If you're in, if you go into this gullible. So um, it's good to have a mentor.
2: Yeah. 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 Completely agree. We have got a great guest with us today. Melody J joins us here on our big broadcast. She is absolutely amazing, and she joins us today here on our big big broadcast. So, have you had any issues with a lot of these sites? Because some of them, like like I said, with OnlyFans, it's been kind of a kind of a mess to get some accounts set up over there. But then there's other sites that, like, for instance, Banny I have any issues with Banny Vids, I send them one email, they get it corrected. It's amazing. Have, have you had customer service horror stories with some of these sites?
1: Yeah, actually, um, OnlyFans is notorious for not... Um, It's not that they don't answer you. It's just that now they're using AI. And so when you go to ask a question, they're just, it's like, it's almost like they're copying and pasting an answer and just giving it to you. So, (laughs) fantastic. Yay. (laughs) It's so frustrating because, for instance, I have an issue on OnlyFans um, that a lot of people don't realize. So I'm going to give you some, you know, little tidbit of information here. Once you delete something from the vault or their cloud, you can't read, you can't upload, you can upload it back on your timeline or in the messages and whatever, but it will never go back into the cloud. You have to either wow. edit the video. Yes, you either have to edit the video Um to make it, you know, shorter, whatever. Change. Um, I can't remember if you change the name of the file if that helps. But I thought one day I had this bright idea. I would delete everything out of my vault because when they introduced the vault, it was later on, and so I didn't have things um, in, you know, um, in folders and stuff. And they don't have the best organization for the vault either. So I went through and I deleted everything, and then I went to post things on my timeline. I was like, w- why isn't it showing up in the vault? And it'll never show up there again. And whenever I messaged them to try to tell them there's a glitch in the system or something, they just gave me the runaround for about a month and a half. And finally, I was like, I'm done. I, I can't I can't talk to them because they're not listening to what I have to say about this is- issue. And it cost me money. Wow. Because of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but you know wow. and you also have to think like a lot of these companies especially the smaller ones they are more hands-on right now because they're not as large as OnlyFans. yeah and so yeah. they will answer your emails and get back to you and help you and that kind of stuff but um i feel like you know if another site gets just as big as OnlyFans, then they'll they'll have to do the whole um not saying they have to do AI, but um, you have to have like a call center for stuff, for customer support and everything. There has to be a structure to the back end of these businesses and you have to run it like a tech company. And if they're not doing that, I'm afraid a lot of these companies will probably fail.
2: We have got a great guest with us today. Melody J joins us uh, this week here on our big program skyhawkafterdarkradio.com at skyhawkafterdarkradio.com of course iHeartRadio talk shoe it away on the twitch and of course it is a rousing edition of fucking around with porn stars we have a fantastic one with us today the amazing Melody J is with us so when you went from being a dancer into the whole porn content creation all that stuff what was um uh, what are your biggest, I guess, reliefs that you had?
1: Um, I mean, there was a lot of negatives that went along with the strip club. Yeah. So I, I, I I don't come home smelling like smoke, you know, I don't get home at four o'clock in the morning anymore. (laughs) Um, I set my own time. I do my own things, you know, um, and it was just time for me to leave that industry, anyways, because I was getting older, and you know, I I did also didn't want to like age out, you know, yeah. like in a strip club. But online, I have found that it's the transition has just been easier because now I'm considered a milf or oh. mature, and so there's <laughs> I feel like there's always going to be a category for me at some point. Um, so it was just you know, to me, it was just a it was a smoother transition than what you think. That's yeah. awesome.
2: That's awesome. Melody J with us today. She joins us live here on our big program. And uh, Melody, what do you have coming up here in, in the next couple months or so that people can be, uh, can, can be looking forward to, or can be aware of?
1: Well, definitely I'm putting together my YouTube channel and I need a hundred subscribers so then I can have my vanity name. Um, so keep <laughs> Um, I'll also put that on, I got to update my website, which I do update my own website and stuff. Um, so I'll be getting into that. And then, um, yeah, I mean, in the future, there might be a book. I've already written the book. I, I'm also going to be taking the time this winter to edit the book. And so maybe uh, maybe I'll have that ready for you guys in the spring.
2: That's awesome. Well, if you have that book, you let me know. I would love to have you <laughs> back and uh, Definitely. talk about that book. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, Melody, you have been phenomenal. Thanks for being so open. And thanks for spending as much time as you did with us today. I look forward to uh, chatting with you again very soon. Good luck with everything. And we'll talk to you soon. Thank you, my friend.
1: Thank you for having me.
2: Appreciate it. There she goes. Right. The fantastic mm-hmm. Melody J with us today. She joins us live here on Fugging Around with Porn Stars. So that is that. We are going to take a brief timeout. When we come back, we have got more coming up. It is the world famous. Thank you, Radio Broadcast back here in a few moments